Welcome to The Lifted Podcast. I'm your host, Helen Denham, and this is a place for us to talk about what we're doing every day to raise our vibration and understand ourselves more deeply as energetic beings and co-creators. If you're new here, I'm Helen. I'm a confidence and business mentor for women, and my whole purpose is to help you clear out any mental or spiritual blocks that are keeping you from leading the most happy, fulfilling, successful life that you could possibly lead. This podcast is about activating our highest potential, healing in mind, body, and spirit, and above all, holding space for our humanity as we explore the depths of what it means to be human. Okay, team, we're getting a little existential today. Like that's anything new. (laughs) I'm so happy that you're here. Thank you for being here. I really appreciate you. I hope that I I say that enough, but uh, it's truly an honor to join you every week to explore these topics together. So we're talking about our purpose today and how to unveil our purpose and get a deeper understanding of this kind of mystical word and this mysticism surrounding what our purpose even is, because let's get right down to it. I think the deeper question we're really asking when we ask ourselves, what is my purpose is why am I here? Why was I born? Does my life have meaning or am I just some kind of inanimate conscious object moving around in the world and someday I'm going to die and that's it. I think that's the big, I think that's the big deeper question we're getting to. You feel me? And it's, I think the reason I even started this podcast is to get closer and closer to a feeling of truth and a feeling of home and comfort in these deeper questions that can scare us because it's really about the unknown, right? It's like, we're all afraid of what we don't know and wandering into these parts of self and parts of our experience. And we all want to feel like we do have a purpose, like that we didn't just show up on this earth without any meaning, right? We want to feel like that we're supposed to be here. So I think a lot of this is spiritual work to start to connect with a part of self that is connected to unity consciousness and something that is so much bigger than ourselves. So before we really break down kind of the nitty gritty of what purpose, in my opinion, really means and points to, I think we, we are asked to answer bigger existential questions about what we believe our connection is to what do we think that that source is and how do we find that we connect with source on a daily basis to start answering the baseline question here and i've said this so many times but i really find that i find source in nature most often i feel so connected to source and to spirit and to synchronicities and to miracles and blessings just on a walk in the forest and I heard, I think it was Zach Bush that said this on a podcast, and it it really brought me to tears. It was so simple, so profound. He said, God is beauty. God is beauty. And I feel like I find the most beauty in nature, and that allows me to see beauty in other people as extensions of nature and to see beauty in every iteration of a human. And that's why I always encourage myself and all of us to spend more time outside, 
truly outside, especially now we're in such a strange vortex on this planet of transitioning into AI and it's going to be compounding, you know, Morse law says that, you know, our technology just doubles and doubles and doubles and it has this quantum compounding effect. So I think of my grandpa growing up, you know, when the car had just been invented, basically, they were just transitioning out of horse and buggies and he passed when the iPhone was kicking. So can you imagine what we're going to see in our lifetime? You know, I'm trying to say, you know, a little bit less. So bear with me, you guys. (laughs) Okay. Got on a little bit of a tangent there, but coming back to the source of this question, the source of purpose, the source of why we're here and how we can get closer to that source and closer to beauty. And when I think of beauty, I also think of the word awe and the feeling of awe. And I think that's why so many of us chase these awe-inspiring experiences, whether it's going on a cross-country road trip. I think it's why many of us travel. I think it's why we fall in love so that we can experience awe and we can experience beauty as we see ourselves mirrored back in different experiences. So with that in mind, I invite you to ponder where you find beauty in your life most often. I think music is also a wonderful portal for beauty and for awe and for creating an emotional resonance that transcends logic. Music doesn't really make sense. Of course, it can be broken down to math in so many ways, but it's incredible that we can create music and art and it's so special and I truly believe art is such a gift that was given to humanity so that we could have a glimpse into a remembrance of who we really are. I also think the dream world gives us an insight into this. And this is why I love diving into a little bit more of the astral work and the spiritual work with my clients, because I always say, you know, I take a very action oriented, quite logical approach to to my sessions with my my beautiful women here but equally a spiritual approach because i don't believe one can really thrive without the other we do live in that dichotomy here so as we explore which we will in a minute the more logical side of finding our purpose i wanted to open up this conversation with having us tap back into the spiritual resonance and essence with all that is around us and recognizing that nothing is on accident. Nothing is on accident. Everything is on purpose. And, oh, there was this beautiful movie my sister and I saw last night um, called Past Lives. And there's this phrase, it's this Korean phrase called, I'm going to pause to look it up. It's called Inyun, and it refers to a kismet feeling and a divine meeting of people. It especially, I think, refers to love, especially as we meet our partners and our family members and friends that seem faded. And the concept that was described in this beautiful film last night uh, around Inyun was that by the time two people end up getting married, they have brushed past each other in hundreds and hundreds of lifetimes before finally getting married and having such an intimate and intense relationship. So it points to there being no accidents every time you brush by someone in the grocery store or every exchange that you have is purposed and it plays out. This was such a beautiful film, you guys. It's all about just two people that 
were kids together and it's their first love. They loved each other as young kids. And it's the story of coming back together and the ebbs and flows of that and the realities of that and questioning fate and divine intervention in so many ways, but I won't give it away. Plus I'm going to get emotional. I'm already on my period. It's just like, oh my God, the movie just, (laughs) my sister and I were sobbing, leaving the theater. Okay. So this beautiful concept of Inyan, right? Coming back to our original opening point here about continuing to look for those signs of beauty, awe, and faded occurrences as we think about our purpose, because I do believe that purpose is perhaps built through lifetimes and lifetimes, and we often come back perhaps to similar themes, right? Okay, so as I've looked back on my life, my my 30 years, and the lives of my clients and my family and my loved ones, and as I've observed what I think brings them closer to their purpose, there are a few things that have helped me to understand it or wrap my head around the idea of all of us having a purpose in our lives. And I do like to think of it as dharma, as more faded on the spiritual end. But I also think that When we think about purpose, for so long, I think a lot of us have associated it with happiness, like just do what makes you happy, 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 just like go toward happiness. But we know at this point that life is not like that. It goes up and down, up and down. And there's not going to be this point where we just feel happy 100% of the time. So I think it would do us a disservice to equate purpose with happiness and just leave it there. So my invitation is to consider purpose being more connected to fulfillment because fulfillment is associated with healthy challenge, overcoming obstacles, and feeling really good about making it through something difficult because literally every day holds some kind of challenge or multiple challenges. And ideally when we leave our head on the pillow at the end of the day and we drift off to sleep, we have a sense of fulfillment. And I do believe that that is a signal that we're living in our purpose. So fulfillment would be the first pillar that I think purpose is built upon feeling a deep sense of pride in your work and in yourself so that you can feel a great sense of self-esteem and reverence for yourself and feel like you're doing a good job and you're, you're learning something, which leads me to the second pillar here, which would be to have our purpose be associated with continuing our education. You know, I think sometimes we underestimate that we really do have this deeper need, like a primal need to keep learning. And if we're not learning, our brains just start to go numb and we start to see people end up a little bit like zombies, right? One of my favorite qualities in a person is curiosity. One of my clients today actually asked me, she's like, Helen, do you think I'm cut out to be an entrepreneur? And she is, she's brilliant. And I said, absolutely. And you know why you're cut out for this? Because you're curious. You never want to stop learning. You have so many brilliant questions. You're smart. You're sharp. You're a natural leader. But the quality I always look for when people talk to me about wanting to start a business or something is their curiosity. Because if you're not curious about something, you just simply won't pursue it. So 
continuing our education tied in with being curious about a topic and having this willingness to keep reading about it, watching films about it, investing in yourself to keep learning about it. That signals purpose to me. And third point here, a third pillar would be being of service. So once you know about this topic or this theme in life that you feel is associated with your purpose, there comes this niggle, this, that's a funny word, isn't it? There comes this longing to share it. Like it's too big just to hold in your body. You've got to share it. You've got to let it out. And this is where being of service is really tied into our purpose. So what do you just want to shout out from the rooftops and share and bring everybody into community with you around? I think that's a really good signal there. And that leads me to the fourth pillar of purpose, which I think is desire, having a wanting, which is similar to curiosity, sure, but like desire is a different kind of energy, honoring a deeper longing for wanting to pursue something like you were born to do something. This is where we get more into the faded circumstances of purpose, but perhaps you do know that perhaps you don't. It's okay if you don't. And I think the more you deepen your spiritual hygiene and the the deeper you go into the into your soul, into the basement of self and really take a look at who you are as a human being, what has shaped you, what you're willing to let go of, what you want more of, and increase your receptivity to spirit, increase your loving awareness and sharpen your heart coherence. I think you're going to get closer to understanding a deeper desire that may not have been apparent to you before. Does this sound like you? You've hit a plateau in life, but just don't know where to turn. It's like, you know, you're ready to feel better, but how do you do that? I know what that feels like to basically throw everything at the wall without getting results, feeling frustrated with trying yoga, breath work, journaling, exercising, even therapy, but nothing seems to help. That was me five years ago. And if you're like me, you're ambitious, you're ready and willing to change. You know that it's possible to lead a happy and fulfilling life. And you know that you could feel confident, but you just don't know where to start. This is exactly why I offer the confidence mentorship. Our work together is to bring loving awareness to those limiting beliefs and alchemize them so that you can finally step into the woman you've always known you could be and bring you back home to yourself. What I love about this 16 week program is that we initiate huge action in your life to help you evolve into your highest self at 10x speed. It has been absolutely amazing to see my clients literally quantum leap from week to week. So if this feels like a full body, yes, you can book a free clarity call with me. The link is in the description below and I'm so excited to get to know you. Thanks for listening. Back to the episode. So those are really the four pillars. I think purpose is built on fulfillment, continuing your education and following your curiosity, leaning into being of service and then honoring a deeper longing that is in you that you feel like you were born with that deeper desire, right? Okay. But then we get into the second level of this, which is that I do believe that our purpose changes. Perhaps there is some kind of through line in this silver thread that takes us through a lifetime. And we see all of these similarities and come together 
in one theme, but I do think that our purpose changes because fulfillment changes, what we are fulfilled by changes. Um, once we feel like we've kind of tapped out educating ourselves around something, perhaps that changes our desires change and the ways in which we want to be of service change for sure. So, I mean, even just looking back on my life, I, I've talked about this before. I've, I thought I was going to be a singer and I thought my whole life I was going to try to become a pop star and just push for music. And I thought that was my purpose. And I think it was for a few years. It was certainly teaching me something. I couldn't get enough of it. I was curious about it, but that just started to fade and fade and fade because I didn't feel it really clicked. Honestly, when I didn't feel like I was actually being of service, I remember very clearly one night standing on stage. I think I was at Rockwood music hall performing one night and I looked out into the audience and I was alone on stage. I wasn't with a band. It was just me and my guitar. And I just felt like a puppet a little bit. I didn't feel like I really was saying something important, which I think a lot of artists do. I mean, I've got some good buddies who are just making beautiful music, moving audiences, bringing so much joy. But when I was up there personally on that stage, I was like, what am I doing up here? Everybody's just here. You know, it felt vain, to be honest. It felt vain. It didn't feel like a real act of service. The lyrics didn't mean quite enough to me to feel like I, maybe I had some imposter syndrome. Sure. Some of that was mixed in there, but I had a a shift there where I was like, I think I can do more and I think I can be more authentic. And I am not really, this isn't doing enough for me because my whole time pursuing music, modeling, all of that entertainment stuff had just been about me wanting attention. I think it had really been about, look at me, put me on a stage, give me an award, you know, do whatever you need to do to prop me up there so I can have applause. And I had a stark realization of that. And it started to make me realize that like, as much as I loved music, it wasn't really my purpose. It was, it was a hobby and a beautiful passion, but sometimes our hobbies aren't our purpose, you know? So that's an example. Another example, let me even think about examples I can think of. Well, I think about my my dad and my mom and my sister and everybody. My sister's really living her purpose. So she is doing uh, land protection work. She does easements and protects land and works with conservations and everything. And she loves nature. She would spend all day outside with her dog running through the woods and the forest and learning about the herbs and the plants. She really deeply cares about making sure that local communities are protected. She's in her purpose because all of those pillars are hit for her. She found her purpose. She activated it and she moved into it. She wasn't always in that. So I think we can point directly to like, where is our curiosity? Where's that spark truly lighting up in an authentic way that has nothing to do with people pleasing or trying to be somebody that we think we should be. What is really, what makes us feel really proud of ourselves and like we're connected to something bigger than ourselves and that we're going to leave some kind of legacy that's going to help somebody else. I think that's really important to consider as well. So now in my life, I'm looking at my purpose and I'm letting it flow and shift and and move around. But this podcast was a perfect example of being in my purpose because these are conversations that I, that helped me so much when I was really struggling, when I was in a pit 
And I needed to hear someone else talk about this. So my purpose feels like condensing that in my own way and bringing it to you so that you can think about it in your own way and talk about it with your buddies and in your own, in your journaling practices, whatever you're doing. And that makes me feel happy. It makes me feel emotional. It makes me feel like I'm seeing beauty in the world by connecting with a community that, um, you know, that helped me so much as well. So it's this beautiful symbiotic relationship. It feels like, and there may come a time, I don't think so, but there may come a time when I don't feel like the podcast serves that purpose anymore. And maybe it's writing or maybe it's creating art in some way. And I'm just going to allow that to happen, but I want us to you know, lean back a little bit, have a little bit of surrender here. I don't think we need to push, push, push to find our purpose, you know? And I think it's clickbaity. Well, maybe the podcast episode was clickbaity in itself, but to say, you know, here's the direction to finding your purpose. Like there is really no specific roadmap. This is an intuitive following and an allowing for change. And part of this allowance is to embrace change. You know, that favorite affirmation of mine is I'm willing to change. I'm willing to change. I'm willing to change. That has really been a mantra flowing through for the last couple of years as, as I've gone through a lot of change. And I think a lot of us are, especially if we're going through Saturn returns or going through big relationship shifts or anything, we all are at all times, right? So could we lean into that change and surrender a little bit, but honor the spark? And I think this is where we need to get quiet and have a little bit more time to go inward and ask ourselves, what is that spark? What is bringing me? What's calling me? What is calling me? I think that's, there are a couple words popping out here. It's fulfillment, it's desire, and now calling. What is your calling? And I think we feel that we, cause we, we, you know, you can see it in the people that you're following on Instagram, even that's a mirror, like who's inspiring you? Who are you in awe of? Who are you like, Whoa, I want to move in that direction. I want to be on that path too. That looks, and not because it looks like a shiny object. we got to be careful of that. We got to be able to use our discernment because there's so many shiny objects out there, but deeply like what feels like it's pulling your heart in a beautiful way that feels warm feels really warm, not harsh, not competitive, really warm. For example, when I look at my Instagram feed, I used to be looking at, you know, quote unquote competitors in my space until I realized there is no competition. My only competition is me. Your only competition is you. There is room for everybody. And I started to see my, my feed change and, you know, my saved folder change to be more about art and travel and nature. It really had nothing to do with, you know, the shiny Hollywood stars or anything like that, or people that were making a million dollars a month or anything like that. That didn't feel so much in my purpose. I was like, no, I'm building this life so that I can go on more hiking trips. And so I can go camping more. And so maybe I have a farm someday and maybe I fall in love with somebody and go live in Costa Rica together, something like that. But it really had, there had to be some discernment there. And I actually redid my vision board recently, like a month ago when that discernment kicked in more. And I think it's a constant check-in that we need to have because I was looking at my vision board and it was like a red carpet, big brand deals, 
fancy car, living in, you know, Paris or something. But then I really had to check in with myself and be like, Helen, is that what you really want? Because I'm not sure you really like cities that much, Helen. I think you like to be in nature, near the water, barefoot, running around, you know, living in a treehouse, falling in love and spending your days at coffee shops. And yes, making money and having this essence of prosperity and intense and immense freedom and art. And I do love like getting dressed up in fancy events and beauty and glamour. I absolutely love that. But What I think I really want is like a farm with chickens and donkeys and just the ability, the freedom is what I really want. So I had to ask myself, what does freedom look like reflected on this vision board? Not the, the shiny object that I'm being peddled and fed every day. And this version of a woman that I'm told that I'm supposed to be like to fit the idea of success. And I think again, This is something we can continue to come back to again and again. As we reach new levels, we're given new ideas of what we should be and what we could be. And you guys, you got to trust that you know best as well. Like I've, I've hired so many of my own mentors and worked with so many people. And when we do that, we enter the other person's world very easily. So And it's such a blessing. Oh my God. I've just had such blessings come through every single one of my mentorship programs. But I do have to remember that when I hire somebody, I am going into their world. I'm taking their advice. So it really should be someone that I want to be like, and I really admire them. And nobody's perfect and nobody's a, a, a copy image of the other person, but It's a good thing to remember that when you're entering programs and spaces, just remember who you are. You don't have to mold into that other person. You know best. Trust your intuition. Trust yourself and keep checking in with yourself. Okay, my darlings, I think that's the note that I'm going to end on here for talking about our purpose. I think we did did a journey through tying in the spiritual with the more logical essence of this, but I think it really boils down to allowing your purpose to ebb and flow while continuing to come back to this feeling of a deeper calling that's happening and, and tuning into the voice of that calling. And that calling really gets louder in stillness. So go to places where you feel stillness and you can really hear it. You can hear your intuition speak. You can hear your highest self speak. That really looks like meditation, guys. It just looks like meditating. It really does. Just being with yourself, sitting still with yourself. And I know for some of us that can be scary, but five minutes. Just meditate as you're sitting in bed when you wake up or before you're going to sleep. Meditate. Just drop in for a minute and see what comes through. See what that voice wants to share with you. And I had to remind myself to do that before hopping on the mic because, you know, I'd written down my little bullet points, but I had a moment where I was like, Helen, what do you really want to say? And just that in two seconds, I got, I got language that I wanted to use with you all. And it's, it's a hack. (laughs) go inward. Okay. I love you so much. Thank you for being here. I'll talk to you on the next one. If this resonated with you, I'd be so grateful if you would leave a review. Let me know what your takeaways were. It helps me to understand your evolution and how I can be better of service to you. And of course, if you feel like a buddy might might benefit from this, share it to your stories and ping me on Instagram. Let me know what you're moving through. I always love to connect with you. So Bye for now. Talk to you soon.